0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports and But Sports with Kent Sterling for Friday, August 9th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. I've been a patient there for the last 27 years. I know what I'm talking about. They're absolutely great at what they do. Dr. Mike O'Neill is empathetic, professional, friendly. That is true about his entire staff. That's why you got to go there. Give him a call. 317 849 2-9-3-3. Three, three. A lot of things going on in sports. Cubs, they got a game tonight in Cincinnati. They have pulled ahead in the National League Central by three and a half games. They did that with a win last night. 12-5 over the Reds. Castellanos with two homers. Hap with a homer. Rizzo hotter than hell. Baez hot. Brian hot. The entire team is banging the ball hard. We'll see if that continues tonight down in Cincinnati. You Darvish on the mound for the Cubs. First pitch at 7-10. I can't recommend enough that you go down To Great American Ballpark. It's cheap. It's easy to get to, easy in and out. It is everything that Wrigley Field is not. Wrigley Field, expensive. Wrigley Field, beautiful. Wrigley Field, a lot of history there. Not a lot of history at Great American Ballpark. It's easy to get to. It's really cheap. And you don't get to see great baseball unless the visiting team is the Chicago Cubs. So head down there, wear your blue, and drive the Brennemans nuts. Tom Brenneman, Marty Brenneman, they hate Cubs fans. That's why we like going. That's one of the the side benefits of going to Reds games when they play the Cubs down in Cincinnati because you know it drives the entire Brenneman family bats. The Colts, losers last night, 24-16 in Buffalo against the Bills. Chad Kelly, kind of the talk of the town. He was pretty good. Uh, You know what? The rest of the team really wasn't very good, and that's the way it goes in the preseason. Uh, We've got a commitment tonight. Anthony Leal is going to decide and announce his decision whether he's going to go to Indiana or Stanford. That's interesting, too. We'll get to all that, I'm sure, in the questions with Harry. It's a Friday. Let's bring in Harry for questions, and then I'll bring the answers. How you doing, Harry?
1: Oh! I couldn't be better, Ganilra. What a day, right? At least in the lovely city of Chicago. It's phenomenal out. I hope it's as beautiful where you are down in southern or central Indiana. Let's get straight to the queries, shall we? Number one, just hours away from Anthony Lee Hall's decision being made public, where's he going to go, Indiana or Stanford?
0: I think he's going to Indiana. When Brian Snow predicts a guy's going to go where he to a place... He winds up going to that place a lot more often than not. Historically, Brian Snow is very accurate at 247sports.com. He's 22 for 22 so far with the class of 2020. I don't expect him to be wrong about this. He dots his I's, crosses his T's. He thinks Leal is going to go to Indiana. If he goes to Stanford, you cannot blame the kid. We've talked about this before. Stanford is an outstanding, unique academic uh, institution. They don't have a great basketball program. They've only had three winning teams in the last 11 years. Their overall record in the Pac-10 is below 500 during those 11 years. This is not a program on the come. We're gonna, Jared Haas is the, uh, the coach, and whether he's building something that's going to be memorable and successful, nobody knows. You know what? We've got that here in Indiana, but we've got a better track record over the last 11 years of winning. The Indiana has won the Big Ten twice in the last 11 years. They've go to the, gone to the NCAA numerous times during that period, none over the last three years. But Stanford has only gone once in the last 11 years. If Anthony wants to play basketball at a high level, Indiana is the place he's going to go. If he wants to study at a high level, he's going to go to Stanford. It's that easy, but it's not really that easy. He's a Bloomington South student. He's a senior now. His family... From Bloomington, his parents work at Indiana University. This is easy-beasy for him. He is around that program a lot. He knows the guys within it. He knows the coaches better than he knows the coaches at Stanford just through proximity He knows Trey Galloway exceptionally well. They were junior all-stars together. They played on the same AU team this past summer. He knows the guys within the program, the guys coming into the program. Indiana is familiar. And you know what? Going to what's familiar isn't weak. I don't find it weak. I find it, you know what, the easy path, sometimes it's the right path. Right, Going out to Palo Alto and, and trying to deal with that place, figuring out where things are, figuring out what you're doing, that's a little bit difficult. Bloomington, he knows his way around Bloomington. He knows how to get to the Kroger. He knows where Nick's is. He knows where pay, what the number for Pizza Express is. He knows how to order at to Eggwoods and have it delivered. He knows all of those things. Why make it more complicated than it has to be? I think he's going to go to Indiana primarily because Brian Snow says so and he predicts so but I think it just makes sense for the kid, too.
1: All right, Candelres, I don't know. You know, where a 17- or 18-year-old decides to go to school, I suppose it's that kid's business, and I just stay out of it until he makes his determination. <laughs> Whatever happens, he's 15 months away from playing in Indiana Stanford right all right number two did Chad Kelly play his way under the practice squad for the Indianapolis Colts last night
0: you know here's my real answer who cares how does it matter this guy Unless, like, every, there's a cataclysmic event in the quarterback's room for the Indianapolis Colts, he's not going to take a meaningful snap for this team. Now, did he look good last night? And did he look fast on that read option to the left where he scored from 33 yards out? Yeah. You know what? It, 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 for a fan base who is looking for something to cheer for, Chad Kelly, he provided it. We like that. But that kid's never going to take a meaningful snap for the Indianapolis Colts. He's never going to be the starting quarterback unless, like I said, you know what? Uh, Jacoby Brissett and Andrew Luck fall down and, and break their kneecaps. It's just not going to happen. So while it's an interesting story and while it has to suffice at this point as the highlight of a 24-16 to 16 loss in Buffalo... I don't know. And I really, you know what? All things being equal, I don't care. Philip Walker seems like an entirely nice guy. And, and so th- do I want a bad thing to happen to him? Do I want him to get cut? No. And we've got to remember this too, that Chad Kelly is one more bad decision away from wrecking this opportunity that he's got to make a lot of money playing football. And we don't know whether he's disciplined enough understand that this is last chance saloon literally and that he's got to start making good decisions with his life and that means on a day-to-day basis and no slips no you cannot backslide at this point because if you do it's all over and rightly so at some point there's got to be a consequence and that consequence would be the end of his football career if he backslides further i hope for the best right he looked good last night and in practice you can just see it he's got arm talent man when he lets it go that ball explodes out of his hand and it spins like a top chad kelly's got a terrific nfl arm he's got nfl feet does he have an nfl brain i guess we're gonna find that out
1: He look good to me you know I don't know. Back in the day, Bobby Lane made some bad decisions, right? He was a championship quarterback. Why we get our panties all in a bunch over the off-field behavior of these guys, you know? Uh, Number three, are the Cubs fixed after winning six of seven?
0: you know what, they're not going to be able to play the Cincinnati Reds every damn game. And that bullpen for the Reds just stinks. And so you cannot take seriously what the Cubs were able to do last night. Although, you know what, they beat around wood really well. And then they, they did the same thing against the bullpen. Sometimes the bats just get going. And especially in that band box in Cincinnati, Great American Ballpark, if you can hit it far, you're going to run far, right? You know, the wind generally blows out at Great American. And the the fences are short. You got a short porch in right field, and that suits the Cubs just fine. Castellanos, two bombs last night. Hap with a bomb last night. Javi Baez hit left-handed, trying to hit one himself as a position player was into pitch. I think that guy was throwing EFIS pitches, for God's sake. So Javi turned it around and tried to hit a ball 6,000 feet. I love it. The kids got enthusiasm for the game. I really enjoy watching Javi Baez play. And I told you three years ago that this was the guy On this roster that the Cubs had to figure out a way to keep not Chris Bryant, not Anthony Rizzo. You've got to do that with Javi Baez because Baez not only brings superior uh, physiology and analytics to baseball, that kid just loves to play. And that kind of energy, that kind of enthusiasm can be contagious. Can you imagine what this Cubs team would be like if not for Javi Baez kind of lifting the mood on this team? Javi Baez is key. Are they fixed? I'll tell you what could happen. I'll tell you they could get fixed because if Brennan Morrow comes back in September and and you get Wilson Contreras back in September and you get Craig Kimbrell back in September, you got a hell of a chance to put together a bullpen. If you've got Strope as your seventh inning guy, wow, you got yourself a bullpen. And with Contreras, that starting eight and then with Zobrist, potentially coming back hopefully he does he hit a home run i think last night in myrtle beach good for him but you get zobrist you get hap you get uh castellanos now elmora as a fourth outfielder you got a lot of guys who have played a lot of championship baseball playing for the cubs when it matters most they could get this thing done they could pivot this thing i think and maybe save joe madden's job in the process we'll see Madden may just, you know what, the Cubs and Madden, they may need an amicable divorce in order for both organizations or both entities, I guess, to move forward and be productive. Uh, Joe Madden and Theo Epstein obviously not getting along well. Maybe it's time for those guys to part. And given a choice, I'll keep Theo. Thank you very
1: much. You know, why can't people just get along? You know what I mean? There's Madden. There's Theo. There's Theo. They won a world championship in 2016. As a pairing, they've never failed to go to the playoffs. Why can't they just get along? All right, number four. After Tiger Woods' withdrawal from the Northern Trust, is he done winning championships?
0: I thought he was done winning championships before he won the Masters. I had shoveled dirt on his career's grave Before that Masters, he wound up winning that thing, I think really because the other guys kind of fell back to the pack. And there was Tiger at the end of the day atop the leaderboard still standing. I didn't think Tiger won that tournament. I just thought a bunch of other guys lost it. Tiger Woods physically is not going to get healthier. That's not going to happen for him. He's not going to continue to progress. That's not the way the human body works. Once it starts on that downside. It keeps going down. You don't get stronger. You don't get more supple. That's not the way physiology works, and that's not the way it's going to work for Tiger Woods. And so I think his best golf is behind him. You've got guys coming up. I mean, you've got Jordan Spieth at the age of what, like 25? Jordan Spieth is like an old man on the tour that he's found a way to come back today and shoot 64 at the Northern Trust. People are like, maybe Jordan Spieth is back. You know, you got a lot of guys who are playing golf at a high level and more coming out of the tour every year. It isn't going to get easier for Tiger Woods to win tournaments, even if he is really good again. It's only going to get more difficult because you got the young bucks coming up, and they are really, really talented. And so, yeah, I think Tiger's done. But like I said, I thought so before the Masters, and he won that. So, yeah, what the hell do I know?
1: question, I'm supposed to ask the questions. You asked the perfect question. What the hell do you know? We'll see. I can't believe Tiger could come back and play at Medina next week after withdrawing this week. That doesn't seem the way the human body works, or at least not his. Hey, number five, how many hours are you going to spend this weekend watching the Little League World Series regionals on ESPN?
0: Harry, I'm not going to spend a single damn minute watching Little League baseball because I think 12-year-olds ought to be, ought to be left alone to learn the lessons of baseball and, and make mistakes playing baseball without the prying eyes of a national TV audience. I think it's predatory that this thing's broadcast. You know, when the championship game was broadcast and it was always like the United States against Taiwan or something like that, it was okay. Okay. That was all right. That was like 15 kids against 15 kids, and it was the final. Now you got the regionals, for God's sake. So you have earlier today, you had Minnesota playing against Missouri. You had a poor kid from Missouri who was pitching, gave up a bunch of runs. It's an elimination game. And and we got to watch that kid break down and sob on the pitching mound as the coach came to take him out. Do I need to see that? Do I need to watch this kid emotionally melt at the age of 12? Do we need to put these kids in a position where every, every foible, every miscue, everything they do is magnified a million times, and this becomes the defining moment of their lives at the age of 12? I don't think that we need that. I don't think they need to put their talents on display for no money For a national TV audience That thinks they're cute until they're not And we remember potentially What these kids do Either good or bad On the good side, maybe it winds up being Like the best moment in this kid's life When he hits a three-run homer To win the Little League World Series What a shame that is To have the greatest moment of your life At the age of 12, right? Or maybe it's the worst Because a kid on the other side Grooved a pitch, right? That led to that three-run bomb And isn't that a shame that that's the worst moment of this kid's kind of competitive existence, at least up till that point. And we're all watching it in in our living rooms, you know, drinking a beer and either laughing at the kids or cheering for the kids. What the hell business is it of ours? What happens in the life of a 12 year old? I don't like minors competing on national television. I, I don't like it with high school basketball. I don't like it with high school football. I don't think they need to. I don't think kids need to congest their minds with the pressure that comes from playing on national TV. Some people say that you know what, it's a, a gift for these kids. I don't think it's a gift. I think it's a burden. And and you know what. Uh, I'm not digging it, and so I don't support it with my eyeballs, and I don't watch it on TV. I want to thank you, Harry. On a day like this, taking time out of your busy schedule to conduct this, uh, this kind of pseudo-interview, it's, it's, it's just it's beyond generous of you to spend this time with me.
1: Oh, Gennaro, thank you very much. I, I appreciate the opportunity to share my wit and wisdom and my energetic cockles with the, the far-reaching audience that you so enjoy and, and build through, have built throughout your, your long and illustrious career.
0: All right, thanks, Harry. Get to the bar. Enjoy yourself. It's a wonderful uh, Friday afternoon. Get to a beer deck someplace in the city of Chicago, and have one for all of us. We'll do. All right, Harry, thanks very much. This has been Sports nothing But Sports brought to you by the great Mike O'Neill at Today's Dentistry. He's the best dentist going, 317-849-2933. We'll talk to you Monday morning, Breakfast with Kent, on Facebook Live at 8 o'clock, 8.15 on Periscope Live. It's a show so nice, we do it twice. And we will be at Colts practice all next week, telling you exactly what's going on out there, especially when the Browns come into town and they have those joint practices on Wednesday and Thursday. Join me next week, next Monday. Sunday morning, 8 o'clock, breakfast with Kat.
1: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.